Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to the Out of Decluttering podcast. I am your host, Amy Ravel. I am a professional organizer and a declutter coach, and it is my pleasure to be with you today talking about decluttering and organizing as always. If you're new here, welcome. Uh, We've had lots of new listeners over the last couple of months. I've just been watching those percentage of growth figures skyrocket. So I think that as we're heading towards the end of the year, lots of new people are thinking, jeepers, I want to get decluttered and organized. I kept thinking like once COVID's over and once life goes back to normal, I'll get things under control. And I get the impression also by the enormous quantity of inquiries that I am not even managing to keep up with at the moment, that there's lots of people around Australia and around the world that are like getting their decluttering boots on. And uh, last week, so I think I've talked before that I generally tend to stay out of Cal's office, um, not because he's precious about his office, but because he doesn't like it when I just go in there and declutter it and do my thing, which is completely fair enough because I wouldn't like it if somebody came into my office and just did their own thing. And so the other day we had a bit of a break and I just said to him, hey, why don't we just give your office a bit of a once over? And it took us a couple of hours, but it was awesome. We got rid of so much stuff. He'd changed jobs since the last time we went through his office. Um, And the end result, he was so pleased. His desk was clear, his filing. We got rid of so much paperwork that he'd had to keep for a certain amount of time for um, jobs. So it was just incredible. And I was laughing pretty hard because we came across one category that is like every home has this category and it's a real sticking point. And so I've been thinking a lot since then about how do we overcome this. So today on the episode, I want to talk to you not about FOMO, like the fear of missing out, but photo, fear of throwing out. And I see photo appear in so many places throughout the home, but one of the most significant is the area of tech storage. So I'm talking about memory cards, USB sticks, hard drives, old laptops, old phones, cameras, 
CDs, DVDs, floppy disks, all of those types of things, there is an incredible fear of throwing out whenever we come across these items. And so I've got my yes button out today because this is an area that our family was struggling with. And um, I'd love to say it was me as well, but let's be honest, it was mostly just the stuff in Cal's office, which then was brilliant because I was able to say to him, this is what I do. And we implemented that and he's got a bit of freedom. So today's a episode (laughs) that if you're new, that yes button means that this is an area that our family is working through at the moment as well. So what I find is when I'm dealing with anybody's home, there always is a laptop that's kind of hanging around that's not being used or a couple of old laptops and so many USB thumb drives or USB sticks or whatever you call them. There are so many of those in every house. I was hanging out with my sister the other day and I asked her, what's the stack of laptops under your TV? And she said, oh, they're old ones. I really need to get rid of them. But first I need to check that there's nothing important on them. And I think that predominantly that is the only reason people tend to keep this old tech because they're not sure what's on it. And so it's particularly hard with laptops and cameras and things that you might think there might be photos on. I know we're talking about photo, F-O-T-O, fear of throwing out, as well as photographs, or as I have called them before on the podcast, (laughs) can't even say it, photographs. So let's talk specifically about what Cal and I did with the USB drives and old tech and all of that type of thing we found in his office. I'll go through the USB sticks first because that one um, we found quite easy because I've got a process that works really well in my office and so we just implemented that. So what we do is I now have one USB stick and it's empty. So what I've done is I found that what would happen is I would have a lot of USB sticks and I would like pop them in a computer, put some files on it, take it to work, take it to Officeworks, you know, run it into Cal's office because it was too big to email or file or something like that. And then even though I actually had the original on my computer, I would keep the copy on the USB drive because like who goes through their USB drive and deletes files off, right? Well... (laughs) me I do because what I found was the USB drives had a whole lot of information on them that by very nature of having files on it and sometimes what were important files I felt like I couldn't get rid of it because what if that was the only copy even though at the time when I put that file on I knew full well it wasn't the only copy so what I have done is I've implemented a system where every USB drive that kind of comes through my world. Sometimes if you're in an event or someone's giving you information, they might give you a USB drive or the kids come home with one or whatever, is that if I'm using it, I will clean it. So I will go through and take off everything so that there's just kind of not that overwhelming sense of, oh, I've I've got to keep track of that USB drive because what if it's got really important things on it? So for me, a USB drive is just something that carries information from one to the other, but is never the home of the information. Um, And by reducing the number of USB drives, it also reduces that overwhelm of like, oh, I can't remember why have I got these 10 USB drives? Maybe there's stuff on them. And so I keep them. Excuse me. So what I did with Cal is we had probably five or six USB drives um, in his office. 
And at the start, he was like, oh, don't worry, just put them in the drawer. There could be something important on them, which is exactly what my clients say, like word for word what my clients say when they find a USB stick. And so I was like, cool, no worries. And when we were finished doing the whole office, I said to him, do you know what? I reckon it'll take you under 10 minutes, but could you go through each of those USB sticks, just chuck it into your laptop, and if there's nothing important on there, throw the USB stick in the bin. Now, it seems wasteful. But actually what's wasteful is having all these places that we store digital files that we don't access, we don't know what's on them and they float around and it's like this underlying level of anxiety of, oh my goodness, what if something important's on there? What if my kids' photos are on there? And so by doing what we did as he went through, there was nothing on any of them that he needed. So it was great reinforcement. It was great reinforcement that my idea wasn't completely cuckoo, but he's now kept the one that had, I think it was the the largest uh, storage capacity. I remember my first ever USB drive was like a 256, like um, what is it? What's the smallest? Is it megabyte? The little one? Whatever it is, the smallest quantity. Like you could barely put a video on that thing or barely put photos on it. So he just got rid of them. And it's beautiful because now he's got one clean USB stick. I've got one. And if you need it, it's there, but we don't have like this backlog. With USB sticks, I really encourage you to gather them all and just set aside some time to go through it. In fact, maybe it's when you're just watching a show or maybe it's when you're um, listening to a podcast. Maybe it's this podcast. Maybe right now you want to go and grab, even if you just grab one, grab a USB stick put it in, check what's on it. And if you don't need the files on it, clear those off. And as long as you know that you maybe have one other USB stick somewhere, or maybe you don't even need them anymore because you just, um, what's it called when you're like, just share pass files between, you know what I'm trying to say, whatever that thing is, where you just like go, yes, share my file with that computer over there. Um, maybe you can actually get rid of them completely. So USB sticks I find are one of the easier things because You can chuck it in. Most computers will have a USB drive. Much harder when you've got, say, a memory stick from a camera. This is a huge, huge, huge problem. So many clients have those square memory sticks. They don't know where to put them in. The camera might have gone. But there's an enormous fear that if they throw it out, they're going to lose a whole lot of family photos or important memories or files that, you know, have significance. But they don't know. And I think that's part of the challenge is they don't know if they've already downloaded all the files off there, but there's an enormous fear of throwing out because what if, what if I didn't download those files? So why don't we go to a quick break and then I'm going to come back and talk to you about what we do with hard drives, um, memory cards, old phones, old laptops, all of those types of things so that we can clear this old tech out remove that fear of throwing out and actually give you a system to keep on top of it in the future. I'll be right back. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Whether it's memory cards or an old hard drive or an old laptop, often the issue is that you no longer have capacity to easily plug in and check what's on there. Maybe the laptop charger has stopped working or the phone has died and you're not really sure if you can still access it. I want you to think about whether or not the it's worth trying to access it. So if you have an old phone and you know, you're like pretty sure that you are really good at backing up your photos, maybe it's okay just to get rid of the phone and think, you know what, like I'm 90% sure that all of those photos will have been backed up. I'm pretty good at making sure they go to the cloud. Yep. I feel, I feel like I'm just going to get rid of it because remember the longer that you keep these things, the harder it is to get the information off. I'm still helping clients retrieve information of VHS and it's getting expensive because there are less and less people that have a VHS player that can turn that into a digital file. So if you've got a memory card, maybe it's just worth finding out, is there a business that you can literally just go plug it in and see what's on there? If it's a photo memory card, it might just be worth taking it to somewhere like Officeworks where you can put the memory card into their um, computers where you then have the option to print everything on it, but at least you can see it. So actually maybe doing that and taking in your laptop and having a look at your cloud storage or taking in whatever device that you've got will help you to know what is on there. It happens, would you believe, I still have clients that have this with floppy disks and I found a big stack of floppy disks at a client's house and she said, oh, no, we definitely can't get rid of those. I'm pretty sure there's important files on there. And I said to her, but it, it will have been at least 20 years. And then she said without thinking, oh, I'm pretty sure that my CV's on there. <laughs> and then when she thought about it, we both just cracked up because, yes, perhaps that's right. Perhaps her CV is on there. But it would be 20 years old and it would be formatted terribly and like it's not worth it. So even though there might be your year 12 English studies on there or a university, you know, assignment that you did, the effort to get information off something like a floppy disk is probably worth you just throwing in the bin. And so even, you know, sometimes it's about a security risk and clients will say, oh, I can't get rid of that laptop because I need to wipe it first. 
I would say if purely your fear of throwing out is because you're worried that there's sensitive information on there and it's, you know, you're not some CIA agent and, you know, maybe in that case, take it back to your workplace and let them destroy it. But you can take it to a recycling place like Officeworks or lots of local councils have, um, have like somewhere where you can recycle your old tech and they will actually recycle it so that that information is not accessible by anybody else ever and so you can kind of remove that fear knowing that that program you know it's a safe place to dispose of items another thing that I find in fact I found it recently with a client I think we found five or six big hard drives and the challenge with those is they've got quite a lot of storage but often what is kept on them is an outdated backlog And so when you've got an outdated backlog of files that were otherwise perhaps on a computer or otherwise on cloud storage, it makes it really, really challenging because then if you want to go through that hard drive, you have to sync up every file, check what the latest updated date on it was. So my suggestion, so we want to obviously deal with the old hard drive and the old place where the information stored, but also think about what's the best way to store things going forward. The most important thing with digital files is retrieval. So if you can't find it, if you can't access it relatively quickly, do you even own it? It's like if a tree falls in the forest, does it make a noise? If you own a file but you can't find it, do you really own it? And so it's one thing to say, I'm sure that I've got, you know, my first aid certificate from five years ago. But if you can't find that certificate... It's kind of pointless. And so have a think about how you're going to – so we use um, Google Drive as a family. I use Google Drive as a business. I know a lot of other people use Dropbox or some other form of cloud storage. Just have a think about what's going to work best for you. I'm not enough of a tech person to be able to make recommendations on whether you should have backups or whether you shouldn't or whether you should have it all on cloud. All I can tell you is what I do and everything's on the cloud. I don't have backups of anything. Um, you know, like it's it's not going to be the end of the world if I lose a file at some stage, but I never have because it's all there. Um, I want to encourage you if you're kind of feeling a bit overwhelmed about how to use cloud storage and how to create it so that you can retrieve files. My paperwork course, which is only $97 Australian, so even less than $97 if you're in the U.S., That actually has a whole module in it around how to store and retrieve digital files. And so it it literally goes through and shows you, okay, so you want to create a hierarchy and it looks like this and this is what the format could be so that you can find what you need when you need it. One of the things I love about Google Drive is that the search function's really good. And so even if your filing system is woeful, the search function will help you to find things. So that's just a bit of a hot tip about, you know, don't don't just keep piling up external hard drives if you've got no plan of how in the world you're going to know what's on them because if you don't know what's on them and you've got many of them, you're not going to be able to find it anyway. Once you have gone through, so let's say you've got a hard drive, you plug it in, you have a look, you get rid of files like you would with the USB, sort it out. So I want you to get rid of anything on there that you have another copy of or you just don't need anymore. You know, heads up, you don't need to keep every file you've ever created. Most of them have an expiration life. You don't need to keep them forever. So sort it out, delete it, and then throw it out. 
throw out that hard drive, throw out the USB stick, throw out the floppy disks, recycle the old laptop, recycle the old phone. What I find is there are people who are like, yes, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And so they clear the old laptop but keep it for who knows what reason. And in 12 months they will ask the question and say to themselves, oh, I don't think I can throw that out. I can't remember if I actually got all the files off or not. And so you're not actually freeing yourself of it. You're giving yourself extra work. So please, 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 if you have cleared something out, if you know that it's been factory reset, if you know that the files are off it, if you know that you're actually not going to make the effort to get it off because you realize the likelihood of anything being on there that you need is very, very low, then I want you to get rid of it. I want you to create that space. If you feel like you do need a hard drive, can you have one? If you feel like you do need a USB stick, can you have one? Do you need an extra phone? Do you need that extra laptop? The fear of throwing out is like, what if there's something important on there? So check it out. Is there something important on there? Don't live in the what ifs. Don't live in that fear. Find a way to go through and see what's on there. Maybe you need to take it to a computer shop and borrow a cord. Maybe you need to find someone that's got that old computer and does have a cord that works. Maybe if it isn't, you know, a critical thing and it's an old work laptop and you're pretty sure it was on the shared drive, you can just let the laptop go. The longer you leave it, the harder it is to retrieve those files and the more work you're giving yourself. Sort it out throw it out. Sort it out, throw it out. I'm going to um, give you a throwback episode to listen to around photos. Chantel from Photos in Order has done some really great episodes with me around retrieval and storage of photos and we've done some digital, a specific digital photo episode. So I think that's really, really important. I think sometimes we just have to realise that even though we're in a digital world, you don't have to keep everything and it's not It's not like um, an essential part of adult life that you can access every document you ever had. So I'm giving you the freedom, giving you that permission, not that you need it from me, but go through and get rid of some of that old tech. Get rid of it. If you've got a kid's old camera that you're pretty sure has a memory card in it and you're keeping it because you can't remember, just see if you can yank that memory card out, go to Officeworks, go somewhere where you can have a look and print it out to see what's on there. And I, I, I just want that freedom for you. I don't want houses that have drawers and drawers of USB sticks. Even if you're just going through the USB sticks and you're like, I can't deal with the laptops and the old phones right now, but the USB sticks, okay, that seems reasonable, Amy, and you're right. The ones I got from a conference that never had anything on it, I can put them in the bin. So I hope that's helpful. I really do want to direct you to the paperwork course today. Um, it's a really, really good resource. It's got lots of additional um, teachings on it around health paperwork and legal and finance and It's been put together with an accountant and financial advisors and people with disabilities and people who run businesses and single people. So we've, you know, there's lots of different voices that have gone into making that course suitable for everybody. Um, You can find that on my website. I'll put a link in the show notes as well. And until next week, enjoy the freedom. I would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land this podcast is recorded on. I would also like to pay respects to their elders, both past and present of the Kulin Nation, and extend that respect to other Indigenous Australians. 
Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to rate and review the show on your podcast app. That will help others to find the Art of Decluttering podcast as well. If you'd like any more information, you can visit theartofdecluttering.com.au and I would love to see you in my Facebook group. Just search The Art of Decluttering community on Facebook and join today. I hope that you have an incredible rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.